0: This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello and welcome to the post-game podcast to look back on Liverpool's 2-0 victory at home to Fulham. Goals either side of half-time from Mo Salah and Jürgen Shakeri ensured the Reds return to winning ways and ensured they move back to the top of the league for a little while at least. I'm your host, Paul Wheelock, and as always, this podcast starts with the thoughts of our Liverpool FC correspondent, James Pearce, who gives his verdict on a victory that means the unbeaten Reds have equalled their best start to a Premier League season. You will then hear from the Liverpool fans who have phoned into this show, Simon Donnelly, Sam Planche and Matt Whitty, and the podcast rounds off with audio from Jurgen Klopp's press conference. But before we get underway, just to let you know, we now have a group on Facebook for all the podcasts we produce under the Blood Red banner. Search for the Blood Red podcast and apply to join. And a few Reds have been having their say about today's win on the group's page. Philip Smith said, couple of standouts. Everything went through Robo today and he bossed the left wing. Brilliant. Thought Salah looked very good. Really trying and battling again. Big Shaq was very handy. Barely ever wasted a ball or an opportunity, even with the simple stuff. Tempo seems to have completely disappeared, which is a mystery. Fort Trent had one or two good moments, but otherwise had a bit of a mare. So many wasted corners and overhit balls. Overall, though, professional performance against a Fulham side who's surprised with how well put together they looked to begin with. And Kamal Hussein said, Shaqiri, Robertson and Fabinho were great, just feel like everything we do is too slow at the moment. Thanks for joining me, and I'll now hand you over to James Pearce.
1: The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool
2: Echo.
0: Well, Liverpool put their Belgrade nightmare
2: firmly behind them here at Anfield this afternoon, running out two nil winners against Fulham in the Premier League. And you'd have to say Jurgen Klopp's side were good value for the three points over the course of the 90 minutes. They had to work hard for it. It was a shaky start. Um, you know, there wasn't too much control for periods of that first half. I think uh, Fulham actually caused Liverpool a fair few problems defensively. Um, you know, Ryan Sessegnon had a big, big chance at nil-nil. Uh, Mitrovic had had a, a couple of sights as well. There was a Schurrle strike that Allison made a bit of a hash of, and the Liverpool keeper was indebted to uh, to Van Dijk winning the race for the rebound. But um, you know, just once Liverpool went in front, they uh, they showed much greater control in that second half. You, you never felt that Fulham were going to get back into it, and and they killed them off. I think for me, there were three outstanding performers for Liverpool today. One, Mo Salah. Um, I thought he tormented Fulham's back line with his pace and his movement. He'd had a couple of sighters um, before he opened the score in four minutes before half-time. It was a a wonderful finish um, from a quickly taken free kick. There'll be some controversy surrounding that because uh, Fulham thought they were in front. Mitrovic rose to to head home a free kick. The flag went up. I've seen the replay four or five times and um, it's such a tight, tight call, I think. Yeah, you'd probably say that uh, you know in this day and age the attackers tend to get the, the benefit of the doubt, but you can you know it's not a it's not a terrible decision. It's a, it's a very tough one for the linesman to call. It went Liverpool's way, and within 14 seconds of Mitrović being flagged offside, Liverpool are ahead at the other end. So a real roller coaster of emotions. Fulham caught napping. Um, Allison taking the free quick quickly. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold whipping the ball down the right-hand side for Mo Salah and um yeah Fulham left exposed Salah running through and uh, finishing it expertly his eighth goal of the season and uh, you know there's no doubt that was the the, the crucial moment in the, in the afternoon uh, 8 minutes after half time uh, the points were effectively wrapped up and uh, you know a wonderful delivery from Andy Robertson on the left whipped it to the back post the unmarked Shakiri uh, volleying home and Shakiri I think I gave man of the match to Salah but Shakiri certainly wasn't far behind him you know, he received another huge standing ovation when he was substituted uh, late on. And uh, you know his love affair with the cop continues unabated. He's a, an absolute breath of fresh air. Shaqiri, I think um, Liverpool aren't the same team when he's not out there. I think his last six appearances for the club, two goals, three assists, he is that creative spark that they've been missing. And I know Klopp um, has had a habit so far of only picking him in games at home, really, where... Um, it, it's tended to have been against limited opposition where he thinks that uh, Shakiri can obviously have, have that ability to unlock a defence but I think he's becoming that important to Liverpool that I think you know he, he commands a place no matter what opposition they're facing. Um, you know, it was a, a really impressive display from Shakiri cutting in off the right. Such a clever player, so strong as well and um, you can see he struck up a really good understanding. With Liverpool's uh, attacking front three, so Salah and Shakiri both of them exceptional, and uh, I'd put Andy Robertson in that bracket today as well. Um, you know, I thought he was brilliant down the left-hand side. Of course, he got the assist for the second goal, but he was—he was, was just—he put in such a brilliant shift. You know, so solid defensively, winning the ball back, making important interceptions, and then always an outlet for Liverpool going forward. You know, he's he stung the keeper's palms late on as well. Could have had a goal himself, um, but the cop the cops showing their appreciation for his efforts. Robertson's name ringing around this stadium three or four times in that second half. And, you know, he deserves a huge amount of credit because I think it was going to be always going to be difficult for him to try and live up to last season. You know, a dream first campaign for him with the Reds. Um, But you'd have to say he's delivered. You know, he's been a model of consistency. Um, So yeah, Salah, Shaqiri and Robertson, I thought the three of those absolutely key to Liverpool getting the job done today. I thought also there were promising signs from Roberto Firmino, um, you who's know, been on a real lean spell, didn't get a goal, but you know he was involved in a lot of things that were good about Liverpool today, some really clever, cute touches to, to create opportunities. And I thought Fabino did well as well, um, you know, the fellow Brazilian coming back into the midfield. Um, he kept Liverpool on the front foot, snapping into tackles, uh, used the ball well. Um, so although, yeah, it's you know the, the fluency still isn't there quite yet, but you know there were a lot of promising signs today. And the bottom line is Liverpool have got 30 points out of 36. You know they've uh, they've only ever managed that one point in the Premier League era to date. That was back in 2002-3, and their goal difference of 18 is is the best they've had ever had at this stage as well. So. Um, I think you can tell. You know, nobody's getting carried away. The, the you know the mood in here was quite muted today because, of course, despite Liverpool having that fantastic return, the uh, the competition at the top of the Premier League is probably as formidable as it's ever been. But um, you know, all Liverpool can do is take care of their own business. Klopp now has got a fortnight to gather his thoughts, plenty of food for thought after what we've seen in recent weeks, and and for him, it's just a case of trying to make the tweaks and necessary adjust, adjustments. Um, just to get Liverpool firing on all cylinders because uh, we haven't seen that yet. But you know, if Klopp can make things click, uh, and we do see the Liverpool that we saw in the second half of last season, then uh, it does promise it promises to be a, uh, a thrilling campaign. So it finished in Liverpool two, F- Fulham 0. Uh, the Reds back on track after that big disappointment in Belgrade.
1: The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.
3: This is Simon Donnelly, LFC jury member for the Liverpool Echo. We've just beat Fulham 2-0. Uh, great result, fantastic result. One of those games where a few, two or three seasons ago, we might have struggled against, aside from the lower echelons of the of the Premier League, who come and set up shop to try and uh, not concede. Not particularly going for a win, just trying not to, to concede. Um, but that's the old Liverpool. The new Liverpool certainly nowadays doesn't seem to have those issues quite so much as they used to. We toiled for the first half quite a bit. Uh, We were maybe a little bit fortunate that their their goal struck off when possibly it wasn't offside. But what a lightning move by the goalkeeper to to set up Salah and the man is getting back to his best, I think. Uh, We are now undefeated um, in the league this season and we are as we speak before the other teams play top of the league with first Sheridan Shaqiri I didn't know what to expect when he comes to us he's a bit of a controversial figure um, lots of lots of rumours about his efforts, his work rate and his temperament I can't fault the fellow myself so far every time he's had an opportunity he seems to be grasping it with both hands uh, I think he's very close to being worthy of a starting a regular starting position in the team I know he started today Um, I think he looks like a great buy for the 13 or 12 or 13 million that we paid for him it's not often us Liverpool fans support Everton or Man United but today we support both Uh, let's hope that at least one of those two teams can take points off our main rivals I'd love to be top of the league by the end of today great result bring it on
4: OK, so this is the uh, the LaPool and Fulham game at Anfield um, lunchtime kick-off. OK, well, I think the, the first thing to mention about that is these lunchtime kick-offs, um, I think the atmosphere was very quiet today. Um, you know, we did get beat uh, in the, the Red Star game last time out, which I've already said was an absolute joke performance. Um, but, you know, I thought the atmosphere was very low and poor today, just got back myself and basically... What I was looking for was for a massive reaction from the from from the team today um, because of the Red Star performance. And I, I don't think we got one um at all really. We started off very slow, Lafarge, and I just kept thinking you've got to up the tempo, you've got to up the tempo with the passing and, and the moving. It it was all very slow and protesting and you know, we know Fulham in the bottom of the league they're gonna come here and, and they're gonna put everyone behind the ball but but they are a bit dangerous on the break. Um, and they had a few chances as well. We did have chances. We should have put quite a few of them away. I think if Manny scores that one after like two or three minutes, um, you know that shot to come out for them from a Trent cross that bubble through to him. Um, I, I think you know we we might have gone on and got a half four. But the alarming thing is we're still not uh, clicking. And people are saying you know well we got the points, um, you know, and you might be top of the league whatever at the moment. You know obviously other games are going on today and. Uh, why we complaining? Well, we're complaining because it's just, it really is not unlike last season um, in terms of the way we're playing. I thought for today's game, um, Robinson and Shakiri were the, were the best two for me. Um, I thought they, they were brilliant. Robinson's always in the right place, some great balls in. Defence great, all round great. I really, really rate this kid there, uh, Robinson. He, he's been fantastic for us. Shikurdi give a little spark on midfield. Um he did. He scored a good goal, but even apart from that, he used his body well. He he was beating many, he was trying passes and that. And we I've said I've said for a while that, that midfield three lacks creativity and he really did give it something different. Fabinho as well, you know, he was good crunching into tackles and that. I think that is in reading the game. He's he's still a bit slow on the pace of the game on if we're gonna be free flowing. If he's going to be involved in in you know the usual the one twos and 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 the two touch football and and, and bit at massive pace, but he does give something that the others haven't got. You know, I think he'd be more useful in away games myself when he gets when he gets up to the speed and then he's not getting booked all the time. I think he will be something different. But I want to see I want to see Kai get a run now um, in in that midfield because you know I think I don't know, I keep I mention it every time because it really does me in. You know. We should only have one man who sits, and that can be Fabinho, it can be Milner, or or, or it can be Henderson. Um, but we should only have one of them playing. You might be able to play Milner in the other bit and play the other one in some games, but I don't want two or, or three of them playing in one team. It's just not creative enough in the midfield. I'd like to see Shakiri and Kite, and then you know um, either Henderson or Fabinho or Milner or something, you know, and. It, I just want to see more drive and creativity from that midfield. Um I'm not mentioning wan any of that, because I don't rate him. Um and I know loads of people do and it's all about opinions. He's he's got a lot he's got technical ability. Um we know that. I just I just don't think he shows enough in a game. I think he dips in and out of games. I think he he's always he's never showing for the ball enough. I think he's always going backwards and sideways and and you know what it's what football's all about opinions so I just think we need something different in there. Let's see if Shakiri and Kaita can offer it. Um, and, and to finish on, I think Mo Salah um, was a bit better today. You know, and listen, he's he still scored goals. It's something, it, it, it's something ridiculous like eight goals and three or four assists this season, and I think something like um, fifteen, thirteen goals out of his last fifteen in Anfield. You know, things like that. So phenomenal stats and stuff, but. A lot of people saying he hasn't started. I don't think anyone started brilliantly for Liverpool. I think it's been more of a team shape and a team sort of winning, the, winning the points rather than the individuals. But Salah scored a great goal and he was a, he was a pest, especially after that. I thought, I thought he was great after he scored. Um, maybe it was a confidence thing, but you know that's good to see. And Fabiánio started the game really poorly, but I think second half he was a lot better. Linking it, um, so listen, you know we got the points, but I expected it to be. More high tempo, I like the last season, and us to go and put a load of goals past them, to be honest. But some of these games, you've just got to get the points, go home and go again. But I do want to see a bit more from Liverpool um, in the next few weeks, you know. I do want to see us click. It's all right, Van Dyke, Gomez, Allison, and that. We're definitely, we're definitely better off at the back now, but we have got to start start doing what we've done well last season, what we're good at. And, you know, Klopp wants them to, to be more solid, and I get that. Um, and I think he's trying to do that. He's trying to, you know, teach them how to how to play and how to manage games better and, and how to defend as a team and stuff like that. And then they attack. But at the moment, we're stuck in the middle of, um, you know. So it might it might be a transition thing, but we do need to kick it on because, for example, uh, City had to beat them for five or six, and uh, you know, goal difference could be a big thing. But you know what? Maybe we've just got to forget about our City. As I heard all this about City. I mean. Clock must be frustrated because obviously the points he's getting and, and, and you know City is just on a different planet but you know they're the ones we've got to beat um, so hopefully we can get there but you know onwards and upwards international break I absolutely hate them why are they invented why do we even have them um, absolute waste of time waste of space uh, but yeah um, and after that I think we got waffed away and, and, and a derby not long after that would have PSG about as well so Lots to look forward to. Let's hope we can do it. The Blood
1: Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. I'm Matt Whitty, Cop season ticket holder, uh, reflecting on our 2 0 win against Fulham in the uh, in the early kickoff. Um, in terms of the uh, before the game, I was uh, I was a bit worried, really, mainly about the uh, about the kickoff time, really that uh you know it was a you know a midday kickoff. It's an an awkward time in, in that early slot. Uh you know, no, no, nobody in the grounds really, really awake at that time. And I know that Klopp referenced that in the, in his uh, in his press conference. So I was a bit worried that the the atmosphere would be a bit flat and that that certainly certainly turned out to be the case really. It was, you know, as, as quiet as as Anfield has been this season and uh and uh, that was certainly with the uh with the with the home fans and the uh and the Fulham fans away really. And um, prior to the game as well, I was I was really pleased to see the uh, the the, uh, the selection from Klopp that uh, to see Shaqiri in that midfield. I think uh, I think uh, this this season our front three have been scoring, but um, but if you compare to last season uh, when we were at our best, that that tended to happen when we had some real menace from midfield, either through uh, trickery, through balls, or or long range shots, and that and that. Pre Christmas last year came from uh, Coutinho's uh, fine runner form after he'd recovered from his uh, his back injury, of course. Uh, and then from January onwards, we had that from from Chamberlain driving forward that would really sort of occupy opposition defenders. Um, and I think we've struggled a bit really uh, with sort of playing generally a, a less creative midfield uh, that, that 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 really helped the opposition to sort of just focus on our on our front three and. Uh, it doesn't mean they'll that they'll that they'll be stopped, as uh, they've continued to show this season that they've scored. But but we haven't really had anywhere near that near the fluency this season that that we had last season at at, uh, at our best. And I think uh, and I think that that that. Uh, with the um uh, with with shikiri in there in the midfield today that uh, you know he, he really looked lively uh, he worked very hard to win the ball back and uh you know he was he played a number of uh, dangerous balls forward in the final third uh, and i thought he had a you know real noticeable noticeable impact on our front three who uh, who started to sort of pop the ball off a lot more quickly to each other. It was probably the you know the first time really since you know the the West Ham game where we start or perhaps Tottenham away where we started to see you know those little round the corner passes and the little give and goes, and they really started to come off even if we didn't didn't finish off those chances. And uh, for Sh- for Shaqiri personally, it was obviously a, a a lovely volleyed finish to to sort of effectively kill off the game. Uh, i thought uh, fabinho played uh, played very well and uh really really grew into the game he uh, he broke up play really well he he, uh, he i think the uh, we th- we thought we'd see that uh, uh that, that that sort of break up play but it was the the, the the quick passing and the forward passing that 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 got a lot of red fans excited uh when uh, when the signing was announced and uh we certainly saw signs of that today you know he, he really did play, break up the play pretty well um his quick passing helped our build up and um he, he was able to pass through the lines a few times even when he was under pressure sort of taking two or three of the uh, Fulham players out the game and uh, yeah, really, really encouraging, uh, encouraging signs, I'd say. Um, Quick word on uh, Alison, uh, a bit of a spilled one. Um, whether that you'd have expected him to either push out to safety or or grab hold of, but uh, I thought he showed great awareness after the uh, after the disallowed goal for the uh, for for the Mitrovic header to quickly pay it out to um uh, to Oxl- to uh, Alexander Arnold, who again was also was also sharp in that moment with a, a lovely through ball to to Salah, who uh, got the ball rolling for us really. And uh, yeah, pre season, I think uh, I just didn't want us to be. Too far behind at this point in the season that you know we, we were completely out of it this time last year, but uh, yeah, we've we've done far more than that this season, and uh, the, the encouraging thing is there's uh, there's more to come. So yeah, onwards and upwards, top of the league.
0: The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Uh, you said before the game that you thought that this would be a tough test. Was it as tough as you expected, or more so?
5: In a few moments, it was tough, in a few moments, it was not that tough. So that's how it is. When we saw the lineup, obviously, we were a bit surprised how could we prepare that lineup? <laughs> First time in the season, I think they played like this with uh, the players they, they lined up today, like four or fives and a five and a half, which was clear then uh, what will be the approach that is. Uh, so far, Fulham had always a football playing idea. So, and today we saw it after the second winning second ball they were on their toes they played football, but a lot of long build up, a lot of um, situation and Mitrovic did outstandingly well in these situations i think um, and so that was a bit tricky, but apart from that, I thought the boys did from the beginning really well we created we we passed we we accelerated in the right moments, had big chances early with Sadio with shark. With more in the box, with where they block it in the last second, where the goalie could make a save. I don't know exactly how many chances there was. Were today? It's not too important. We scored twice. Maybe a bit strange after both after well, one after a quick restart and one after a set piece second second ball phase. But that's very important as well that you have these situations in your in your um, locker that you can use it. And um, so I'm completely happy then. Apart from scoring more goals and we it was a really good performance and that fuller has always the quality to 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 cause problems it was this time really good that we had the, for our analyze the, the Man city games because even that the results were pretty clear, especially at the league game i think but it was um, but it was city had to work really hard in these games and and seeing that at the end you only see the usually the the result but in this case we watched the games for analyze and so um, no problem with that. We had to work hard, we won it all good. Anyone more?
2: Um, I have to get
4: your thoughts on obviously Mitrovic's disallowed. What did you think about obviously Fulham field that he was onside at the time and then it led to obviously quick thinking from outside?
5: Oh, what can I say about that? Um, if, I, I, I saw it once meanwhile, so I'm not sure. Was it about what all the other guys say who saw it now 20 times? Was it offside or not? Still difficult to say, still <laughs> difficult. to so. a yeah. So we didn't we we didn't get a goal against Arsenal. I don't want to compare it, but against Arsenal we scored a a clearer goal, which was not offside, blah blah blah, and didn't get it. So at the end, you cannot change it. The most important thing is then reacting in a situation like that that quick. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. Just Ali, Trent, Mo, and um, done. And it was really it was a fantastic situation. On the other hand, side if you watch the situation back, um, it was a very good routine of Fulham, I have to say. Because it's difficult to see for the referee, it's a clear foul on Robbo. Because Robbo is our second guy, second free man, solo man to go there to avoid the cross, and he couldn't because <laughs> I'm not sure who, which player Fulham yeah, kept him. So um, good routine, I said. At the end, uh, we were a bit lucky. And by the way, the guy who, because maybe because of Robbo, it's not 100% offside. He's the last, his heel or whatever, his heel yeah and before that he somebody hold him <laughs> so um it's it's like it is we cannot change it follow cannot change it um the reaction was brilliant then, Do you have, um, a, signal, a few words with, um, to the do you have some sympathy for 100 per cent. We didn't speak about that, I wish him good luck for the rest of the season, that's what I think makes sense and what we always do. Um, it was not a long talk, but I have absolutely sympathy for him in his situation. Um, I think today, they, my they, the first time, they changed really the approach, and in the end, again, not the result they wanted, of course, but you see this team has a lot of quality and they they, they, they work really good together. So um I wish him all the best for the rest of to season because um I watched them a lot last year in the, in, the, in the championship and it was brilliant I don't think a lot of teams with a football playing idea um get promoted from the championship but that was really they really played football so that's good and they st- they, they sh- i I think they should stick to it that's how it is because that's where they are really good in um but of course, how we today, we you have to finish off your situations, you have to score from the chances here. We didn't do that often enough to have a clearer result, but um, and that's a bit the situation of um, of Fulham. Nobody knows, even when it was unlucky for us, the situation with know, if he scores in that situation, what happens then? I, I think um, when I look at the performance today, we were that much in the game, that much focused and concentrated I think we would have won it. Anyway, But it's hypothetical, we don't know exactly, so for us it was good, for them it was not that good, but um, that's part of the job. Paul,
0: any final ones? guys. Will all the international players join up with their international teams? Somebody like Kate, who's played 90 seconds
5: in his last international break, should he not be staying here? No. Look, if you ask me, I always want them to stay here, but in this case it's good for him, he can play... I think even Guinea has only one game. They played one game. They play one game against Ivory Coast, I think, and um, that's a tough one, It's good for him. He's fit. He's now three, four, five days in training, so now have another four, five days training and play then a game. It's brilliant for him. And um, so in this case, I'm happy that most of most of the players have only one game. England, Brazil, <laughs> which is not too cool, because they have two games and come, and especially they have the latest game as well. I think on Tuesday. Night good is that the Brazilians are at least in England and not somewhere, um, so that the, the, the travel stress will not be too much. Um, no, it's like it is. We, we, we don't have to think about that. If a player is fit and uh, is called up, then they go. Good. good. Okay, Joe had all the games with Joe. We are not sure. We are in talks about that. But Hando, for him, Hando is one hundred percent fit. Needs games as well. Um, That's cool. Uh, No, I cannot make the decisions for the managers of the different countries. So if they call them up, then they go there.
3: Okay, guys. Happy.
5: Thank you very much,
4: Thank you. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.